What's up, good people? What's up, good people? What's up, good people? Welcome to a short break. So let me get back to Kojo, international comedian, funniest, funniest heck. I can use it is internet, you can use profanity, but I'm trying not to as much as possible. Funniest heck, been around the world. You've seen him on you, you've seen him on Wild and Now, you've seen him with Dave Chappelle, you've seen him with Kevin Hart, you've seen him his special. I was blessed. The last time I was in London, I was blessed enough to catch this brother live. I'd be able to go in and check him do his thing and also how great he was in his in his in his backyard. Um, I'm gonna put him on, we're gonna bring him on, we're gonna start talking, and we're gonna get this gun without further ado. The good brother Kojo. Kojo, everybody give that brother a hand. Give let me get some hand emojis. Hand emojis in the in the comments. I know we still building. Kojo, I want to start off by saying my apologies, my brother. This is the way that I usually don't this. But it I, I, I tried to be cute. I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. So I'm watching YouTube, and I'm getting more and more into the live streaming thing. And I'm trying to be cute. I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to like, oh, I suppose, I, hey, you know, right before 30 minutes before you go live, do a video, a live video, and let people know that you're about to go live. So I'm like, all right, well, that seems like some sound advice. <laughs> they did say that the link that you already have is going to be gone. <laughs> and let the boy know that at all. But it's all trial and error. Trial and error. Trial and error, man. This is this is going. Hey, hey, this is like the beginning of us getting this thing. This is our episode. I think we're at episode four. Yeah, we're at episode four, man. And we appreciate you. Um, give a quick. Introduction to yourself to the crowd who who ain't up on game that should be there. Uh, thank you very much, first of all, for um, having me on a short break. I think it's a a brilliant idea. Um, so a bit, a bit about myself. Um, been been doing comedy for twenty years. Worked with the likes of um, Chappelle, Chris Rock, uh, Kevin Hart, uh, and Russell Simmons, Stan Lathan. Just a whole bunch of people who are kind of like you know icons in our community. Um, abroad and um, with with doing comedy, especially in the UK, there's um, not often do we get to hear or see ourselves on the big screen or the small screen at times. Having travelled to America on a few occasions, I love that um, you know the film market in America is thriving. It's continuing to break records and boundaries, and it's one of my um, dreams to kind of get what we're doing in the UK. And in Europe, essentially, on that level as well, you know, self-sustaining business yeah. ultimately. And one day, you know, we in the UK, we we want to reach the heights of what Tyler Perry's done in in Atlanta, you know. But it took a lot of films and you know films to not do well in the movie theaters and all the other stuff to get what Tyler Perry has today. So, you know, it's a long road and it's a journey that we're trying to start out here. Myself and a whole bunch of other writers, directors, and and you know creative people in the UK. So um, yeah, uh, uh, boys, do you want to talk about boys? Yeah, yeah, go right into it. Go right into All it. Right, cool. So boys, before we jump into before we jump into boys, we can talk about <laughs> just for a second. I want to show you. I want to make a point. I'm repping my I'm repping my London. If you don't know about Camden Town, <laughs> Camden Town is my type of town. You know, when you're in London, you get to hang out. Camden Town, to me, reminds me of the West Village in New York. Yeah. You, know, you, you got your own. You see what I'm saying? They got, you yeah, got your yeah. own. You can get to Camden Market, have a great time. You know, last, what was that, what was that? last time I was in Camden, I was I, I was with the good brother, Femi. Me and Femi, was, he took, took show me his around Camden. And what's that? We went to a, a naked spot, like right diagonal from the yard uh, from Camden Town. Is that food spot? What you say? Food spot. Yeah, food spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cottons. God, there we go. Shout out to that space. That was delicious. That was the spot that we went to. Uh, Femi and I went and had dinner there before we came to your show. Right, yeah, yeah, what, what, yeah, yeah. What, what was the show at? Uh, that was at the Backyard Comedy Club. I was about to say Yard House, but it's Backyard. Okay, I'm, I'm happy I didn't say Backyard Comedy <laughs> Yeah, Backyard Comedy Club. That was that, was, that Backyard Comedy Club is kind of like your, um, that's like, you 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 help build that spot and, and make it popular and, and, and you know to the mainstream and make people really know about it. Yeah, right? um, it's a place, a good workout spot. A lot of comedians go there. Um, it's an actual comedy club, so we go there, work out new material. Um, I, I went there just before um, I went on the tour, um, so it was a good place to just for me to just you know, no no pressure to be funny, just kind of just figuring out the material. Mm -hmm. And it's a great great spot. And I think no matter how big you are as a comedian. 
we love the comedy clubs, you know. Oh man, yeah, that's that's that was great. I had a great time there. It was a really cool spot. It got like pool and it has it's it a really good bar and it has yeah. Like pool yeah. and ping pong. We got did we get a game? No, it was me and Femi. Yes, we got pool and ping pong while you're playing. It's really cool. Shout out to New Orleans. We got New Orleans in the house. Uh, what up? Oh, my God, son is watching. Go ahead, young Alex, the young prince, the young God. There we go. <laughs> young king. He goes, oh, I can't wait. But yeah, we got New Orleans watching. We got St. Louis. We got MIA watching. We got people. We got people in the building. We appreciate you. We appreciate you building up. But yeah, that, that place is really cool, man. And so that was place where you, 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 the people going to work out. I know you had a night, a night there. Is that a place where you put like your your tissues and stuff? I saw a lot of photos, a lot of imagery, images of you doing your thing. Uh, yeah, like that would be the Hackney Empire. So that's like my local theatre. That's like where I grew up. So it's like the UK's Apollo, uh, where where people used to go up there, and if you if they weren't hitting it, boy, the crowd would let you know. But if you was fire, they'll let you know too. So, you know, it's 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 the same, man. As we travel around the world, Brits, we, re we realize that there's a lot of similarity, you know. So Especially it's like it's called Hackney Empire. Hackney Empire, yeah. So it's kind of like the, is it the Apollo. Yeah, yeah, same, same, same thing. The whole area is like Harlem. The whole area is the same. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They both true. begin with a H. So <laughs> yeah, it was good, man. It's good. That's my local theater. Mm -hmm. um, we were supposed to close my tour there, but obviously we had to shut it down early because of the coronavirus and stuff. So hope everybody's safe at home and staying home. Yeah, definitely, definitely staying, being safe at home. So how, how long, um, let's, let's talk a little bit about your tour. So right now, good people, we are building, you know, our audience is starting to come in. We're, we're starting to get people to come check out the show. We're going to, we have boys up next, but and, and we, who we have with us is Kojo and he, the brothers dope, the brothers fly. Uh, go ahead, Kojo, tell us a little about your tour, man. Yeah, so I, I did um, uh, Britain's Got Talent, which is uh, the UK version of America's Got Talent with Simon Cowell and a whole bunch of judges. And uh, after 20 years of doing comedy, I thought it was a good avenue for me to go and you know, build, a, build on a new audience, you know? And I went on there, got Simon Cowell's golden buzzer. Wow. And then my, that footage got like 30 million views and counting all around the world. Um, and yeah, it's just been like a life-changing experience for me. So from doing that, um, I was able to go on my first headline UK tour um and uh we we you know we had 23 cities um sorry 26 cities but we've done 23 shows um we had to end it early because of the virus stuff um mm. and yeah we was about to announce another 30 dates um oh. after the summer as well so yeah man we'll be backfiring but it's just been a an amazing 12 months um i'm also a father as well so you know a lot of this motivation was you know my little man and making sure that when he grows up he has no excuses to be great you know there we go Young, young, the young. I was on. Now, you know, I, I, I know, I know. You know, people like yourself and of your, of your uh, caliber. I was gonna throw out his name, but I was like, Ooh. <laughs> fall back. I don't know. I don't know to proceed. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all something about my good brother, Coach. All right. <laughs> I was uh. So we was walking. We was walking through. Uh, we walking through London. We, I don't know where we was going. We was going to do something. And and we walking through London. And I'm and and again, like when you're in a foreign place, you don't know what's happening. Who knows who. So I'm thinking this is your crew. I'm thinking, hey, hey Coach said, what up, man? What's up, man? What's up? How you doing? Speaking to everybody. Everybody coming. Hey, Kojo from across the street. Kojo. I'm like, oh, what's going on? I said, hey, them is his homies. And then I started seeing more and more and more. I was like, oh, shit. My, my, my brother is popular as fish. <laughs> I coming like that to these streets. We couldn't get down the street without at least three to four people saying, what's up? Hey, what's up, Kojo? I didn't know you were on the radio like that. Like, you, yeah, had, yeah. you had all these things. Like, you, not when you say you've been in this game for 20 years, you've been doing it, and it's not, and you've been doing it on the level, uh, on a on a high level of performing for some time now, man. Shout out to you, brother. Shout out. Yeah, to thank you, man. Thank it, you very much. It was funny to me though. I was like, yeah, man. Like, and then you were saying you 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 were handling it all with such grace, but I can understand like I, I, that 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 appeals to you after a while. How, how do you take on all the success that you got coming to you, brother? You um, I I think I think before I did the Britain's Got Talent, I think it was just relationships that I was building, you know? So I felt like those things, when you build relationships in this industry, 
um, when things actually happen is none of our business. That's why I always say, I always say our job is to stay ready. And um, when you build relationships, they, you know, good opportunities will present themselves on time. But, but after Britain's Got Talent, I felt like that was the first time where something that I hadn't necessarily built in terms of a relationship completely changed my life. And I think that was the first real kind of opportunity that impressed me. I think things like Wild and Out, you know, I'd met Nick Cannon a few years ago. So if that was ever to come back, I know hopefully that we would have worked together on something. So it was, it was less of a surprise doing that than it was, you know, Britain's Got Talent, Simon Cowell, pressing the buzzer, changing my whole life. Mm. Now we're, you know, we're going to plan a, a US tour, Canada, oh, uh, we're going to Australia, South Africa. So, so yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful time right now. And obviously, the more my, my brand raises itself, you know, we can get these stories out by film. There we go. And great, great, great segue. That's, that's super dope, man. Super dope. Great segue. So tell us about boys. We're about, we're about to get going with boys soon, people. We're about to watch. We're about to get We're about to start boys. He's about to tell us a little bit about it. Hey, if you're in the comments again, man, let us know you're here. Show some love. I know the thing is, I, I, we have a new link. People jumping on now. I still, I'm seeing, I'm seeing people on the Facebook commenting as well. I don't see why it's why it's not uh, coming across. But let's uh, let's keep it going. Tell uh, talk to us about boys, my brother. Yeah, so boys um, is uh, a short movie, a short film about uh, people's commute around you know on the daily basis. So I think on a commute on a daily basis, if you're a nine to fiver. Or you're going to meetings, working, whatever. Um, if you use public transport, that's normally where you will overhear and random conversations people are having on the phone. And what I find myself doing mm -hmm. is once I hear like 10 seconds of the conversation or like 30 seconds of it, for whatever reason, I sort of form an opinion based on a conversation that I haven't heard its, its entirety. And I think if we're honest, we all do that. We hear something. And we, you know, we could hear some a woman going through something, and then we feel like, oh, you know, you know, why, why is that happening to her? And you feel, you feel for her. But then, if, if you hear the other side of the conversation, you realize that she ain't the victim. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. But based on what you heard from her conversation, you know, uh, even if it's ten seconds, you, 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 you kind of side with her. You, you know. So yeah. I kind of wanted to create a, 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 an experience where we can hear short bursts of people's conversations and see how that makes us feel um have we been have as men have we ever been the other person on the phone you know because yeah. you don't get to hear the other person in the movie so for me i wanted to create a, a world where if i'm a man i pray to god that i've never been any of the guys on the other line because <laughs> this is what because if i have this is what this is how we're making women feel you know so oh. so people yeah so i mean I'll, I'll get to answer some questions afterwards but that's the kind of concept I, I like creating things that um where the happy ending is in real life is, is what you take away from the movie and implement in your real life that those to me are the true happy endings not 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 the film giving you the perfect ending so then you leave nice you know i think the best happy ending is you and um, being able to uh and uh, implement the, the lessons you've learned in your real life. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's hey man, that's dope, man. You, you, they're not on, not on. You know, most comedians got a side of them that's so heavy, so deep. You are not, you, you fall right into it. Not want to talk about, you know, the pain. <laughs> I was talking to somebody human, today. I was talking to somebody condition. today. The human. Condition. You know what it is. Because I think with comedy, comedy is so loud and big and in your face. And if you are not doing that, it's like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, so I was talking to somebody today um, about, you know, about comedians. And a lot of us have dark stories, you know? A lot of us, yeah. we, we turn dark things and make it light. You know, that's yeah. what we do on stage. And, you know, you look at someone like Jordan Peele and writing something like Get Out, you know? which wasn't slapstick comedy. It was quite dark. It was quite humorous. And that came from somebody that likes to make people laugh. So comedians do have um, a lot of dark stories that they, they that they, that they that's within us because we have mm -hmm. to, you know, make them funny. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's, that, that is, that is true. 100%. I remember, man, comedians, man, I used to, be, I used to hang around, I used to hang around the uh, Olive Tree Cafe. Do you know about the Olive Tree Cafe? No, I heard about it, yeah. A bunch of the, so for people that know about New York, it's the Olive Tree. First off, Olive Tree Cafe was my first date since 
<laughs> oh man, I was poor. I was I was I was doing theater. I was I ain't well, you I had was, a good ass time though. Oh my god, because what you do the Olive Tree Cafe, you can write, you can write on the tables with chart. It costs no money. I'm gonna add this up for y'all so y'all know what this means in this world. How I how to do it in New York. First thing with New York, uh again, we're gonna start more we're just getting a couple more folks here with people. We're gonna start in about three, four minutes. All right. First thing you do, out of tree cafe, you go down there, you go right on the wall, it's free. It's near Bryant Park, so it's romantic all day. You walk around, walk it free. <laughs> Maybe get some get the Dave Chappelle have bake some ice cream. <laughs> you, want to go, you want to go to lunch go to olive tree cafe the thing about the olive tree cafe you go right on the walls and it always had like silent movies playing but uh silent movies playing on the wall the, the, the tables were made of charge you can talk be creative food was decent uh mediterranean food prices pretty good then the point of that was the comedy selling in new york all right right up under the olive tree cafe i know exactly what you're talking about yeah. you know, and, really and you just need to hang this eating there. You and all the comedians in the big ones. anybody would be in the olive tree waiting to go downtown, go downstairs in the cellar. And the way that you get to the cellar, you have to go through the bathroom. You go use the bathroom of the olive tree, you have to go through the cellar to go see. So you go down there and see who's performing, who was happening, who's in the building. Come back up. See if you see anybody you know to get you down there. Hey, you know what? Come on, girl, let's go down here. Oh, mm -hmm. hey, you ain't know that. Come on. See? That costs all together. Sixteen dollars. Sixteen dollars. Wow. Good old nineteen fifty three. I know, boy. Boy, <laughs> Kojo. Kojo, can you hear me, bro? Kojo, take it off mute. Hello. All right. So we just watched. We just watched Boys by Kojo. We can't. We can't hear you, Kojo. Um, if I was you, I just exit out and just come right back in. It'll, 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 it'll get, just exit out the video and come in because we can't hear you, bro. I see you move. I see you moving. So just exit, just exit out of the uh, screening and come right back in so we can talk to you, bro. Can you hear me? Exit. Okay. All right. I, I would do that and have them come back in. And there we go. Kojo, can you hear so that was Kojo dropped off for a minute, but we just showed boys. Tell me, my good people. So can we can we get uh watching? Oh, thank you, Adrian Jackson. Thank you for watching. Nia, hand clap. We see it. We see it happening. We're gonna get this queued up for the brother. We're gonna pause it, and this is what we're gonna do. So we're gonna take this time. Oh, okay, Kojo's back. Let's see. Kojo, can you hear me? You can hear me, but I can't hear you, brother. I think you might have got checked. I can't hear you, yo. So, so unmute your um. There we go. Now just unmute. Unmute your screen, or unmute your mic, or something like that, because we can't hear you, bro. Wow. There we go. I don't know what just happened. So just get com go completely out and try to get right back in again, bro. So we can uh, possibly hear you. So look. So we just watched boys by kojo uh that was funny introspect i did not expect uh the fiance to uh to walk in on his on her uh her fiance like that that was that was a trip that was interesting that was that was yeah that was very interesting uh and and, and i'm i can't wait till he's able to jump back in because i i have so much <laughs> i have so many different questions i know you have questions as well um if you can make sure that your questions uh Type your questions out. Oh, we got Kojo popped in. Type, uh, type it. There you go, brother. Yo, Kojo. Yeah, you hear me? There you go. Here, there you go. We're yeah, back. I can hear you, man. You got coming around. Can you see those claps? Can you no, see I can't. I can't see anything. I just got a blue screen at the bottom. You got a blue screen at the bottom? I don't know what. Well, let me tell you something. People are uh, appreciating. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. I'm popping him up so you can see him. Yeah, I see you now. I see now. People are digging. Hey, Theo, shout out to Theo season. We got him in the place. Yeah, uh, man, that was funny. That was funny. And it wasn't just funny. Um, it, it actually, you built a narrative, which is very complicated, actually, and if, if people look at it and the writing, the writing element of it. You built a narrative 
from just pieces of the conversation. So that takes time and to build an art, to build a story. Um, what, what was your process in that, man? How did you come about writing that? And before we get going, before you, before you answer that question, let me tell, let me say something to the folks. Give me one second, because I got to describe what we're about to see. I got this. Boom. Um, all right, my good people, we're about to get into Kojo's A Short Break. So let me tell you what a short break is real quick. A short break, thank you thank you very much, uh, Theo. A short break is um, is what we're doing and experiencing now. We watch a short film together with the filmmaker and the audience. We all watch together, enjoy the film, and then after the film, we're going to start the film again and put it and, and run it on mute. And this is the time that the director, writer, filmmaker, can comment and, and commentate on the video, have a conversation about that. And and what the audience is able to do is talk right back to the um to the to the filmmaker. You can ask whatever question you want, either through chat or you can click this link right here that I am about to post in our messenger. And what this does, this allows this link that I just put up allows you to click on it and you're able to video conference and have a conversation with us that way. So you can check, you can chime into this. You can chime into our, uh, you can chime into this conversation through chat or you can, or, or do video chat or do video conference. So that was what I wanted to say. That's a short break. We got Kojo back and we are about to start Kojo's a short break and we're doing it right now, my brother. All right, now that's now my question, real quick before we get to the rest of the questions. What was that process that you did to you know write this and build this story on? I really want to know that. Hold on one second, one second, Kojo. There we go. There you, go. There you go, brother. What you say? Okay, so what I wanted to do um first and foremost was to create uh however many conversations it was random conversations i wanted them to absolutely be random um nothing linking um just just you know different types of conversations people can have you know about about women can have about the opposite sex um that was the what i wanted to do first once i had those conversations written then i wanted to find transitions that could not segues but transitions from a conversation to B and B to C and C to D, etc. So then, um, then I found a way to kind of uh, visualize, you know, the, the, the cross change, the transition. Does, do, do they walk past each other? Um, you know, and when, when's the perfect time to start the first conversation? Second conversation, when's the, when's the perfect time to end the previous conversation, you know? Um, and just make them absolutely and nothing to do with each other then i thought okay let's let's be clever here and try and make those stories match randomly because also when we're out on the phone we do see people that we know and we we include them into our conversations like yo i just saw victoria you know that girl that used to mess with me back in you know what i mean that kind of thing so i wanted to kind of create the honesty in an average day in the city okay okay that's it. And you, 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 um, we got, we still got questions coming. I got another one for you, man. Hey, you, you, um, you, you, it seems like you employed a lot of, you know, British talent to, uh, being this. How did you find your cast and how did you like get this collection of, of, of artists to do that thing? How did, you, how did you cast it? Um, so I cast most of my films in the same kind of manner. Again, when I was in LA, I realized, and just watching American um, um, content in general, there's a, a an embellishment in the casting. You know, there's 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 an aspiration in the casting. Um, I think one thing people lack in the UK is we always put talent before aspiration, mm. um, which is which is great, but we 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 often forget that you know it's the film business, you know. Um, and and although talent holds a movie together, I can be keeps people watching. So so what we, we what we don't do as much in the UK is show the beautiful people that we have who are also talented. So when I was um, thinking about the cast, these are people who I've trusted on other projects. 
um, I think when you're creating a film, it's very important when you're casting to remember while you're casting that it's not always about who's the best actor or best actress. It's the people that when you're on set with them, you have a great rapport. They know how you work. They know that, you know, the time constraints, you know, and those are the things that are more fundamental in making sure that a movie starts and finishes because we've all been on sets where new people work with you. They don't know how you work. They don't know your rhythm, but they're amazingly gifted people. But sometimes if they don't know how the director works and what the director wants, it can delay shooting. It can delay a lot of things and, mm -hmm. and the budget just keeps going up and up and up. So, so those are the kind of fundamentals that I thought about when I was casting and all of those people are good friends of mine and they were all up and coming actors, actresses who, who were looking for an opportunity. Okay. That's dope. I mean, that's dope to give an opportunity for people who want to come up and, and people who are trying to make their bones and show what they can do. And, and it's clear that you had some very, some very talented people in this, um, in, in this production. So shout out to all the British talent that was included in this film. Uh, much love and respect. Again, I want to just, I want to, I, I, I try to stress this as much as possible. Our, our American actors, our British actors, our Nigerian actors, our Jamaican actors, our actors all over the world, everybody, let's just come together and work together, build off each other, let's use our, let's share resources. That's, that's what the way it should be, and that's what we should be focusing on. Everything else is just a distraction. Let's move. Let's go forward. Let's work together. Let's build together. Let's let's let we got again. Let's, let's be global citizens. And now I know, uh, Coach Young, you can't see this for some reason. And you've become up on the side, but I'm going to give a. I'm going I'm to shout out some of the praises that you're getting. The good, the brother, the good brother Torian Rogers just gave you the super strong arms like this. You know what I'm saying? That means something around these streets. <laughs> this is real. This is strong, you know. I seen a lot of these on D Nice on D, on D Nice's uh, feet. I see a lot of these, you know. What I'm <laughs> um, we got baby jumped in the house. Shout out to baby. What's up, sis? Um, let me see who else we got. Who else we got? We got all. We got. Oh, we got Danielle says yes with a lot of s's. I felt that. We got. We got. We got Patricia. Hey there. Hey, how you doing? We got people checking in. I don't know why it's not uh, translating to to the platform, but it's gonna it's gonna pop up. We got another one for you. You want to read that one, or you want me to take it, brother? You can take it, and, I, and I'll answer it. I think a lot of women can relate to a lot of those conversations, or know women who have been in those those spaces. Did you get them from women you know, personal experience? How were you? Were, how were they born? Um, so, uh, thank you, Nia. All of those, all of those scenarios, um, bar one of them, I won't say which one, but bar one of them were for, from people, um, that I've had conversations with, from women mm -hmm. that I've had conversations with, um, just throughout life, really. Um, you know, just, just kind of different experiences with men, uh, you know, and, and for me, I remember. One of the one of the scenarios, um, a girl was telling me about, and and then I was like, damn. The first thing I thought was like, damn, I would not like to be that guy that is making this woman feel like that. Especially when I know the potential of this woman, what this woman stands for, you know, mm -hmm. um, and what she prides herself on, and to to find herself in that situation, um, because you know, because she's fell in she fell in love with somebody, you know, was kind of was kind of like painful, and I was like. Thank God I'm not that guy. And I remember how it felt when I heard it. So that is kind of how I wanted this to be. This one, realistically, is, is women will relate to it, but it's for men. It's for men to watch this movie and be like, damn, have I ever made a woman feel like any of these women feel? Yeah. And if I have, I need to check myself and kind of improve uh, my actions and make sure that, you know, because I wouldn't want somebody to do this to my sister, you know? So, oh, yeah. so, so I, I damn sure should have been doing this to any woman or making them feel like that. Interesting. Okay, so you took this. So I'm so from what I'm picking up from what you're saying is that you you when you was writing this, your intentions were directed to 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 basically check men. Check out Absolutely, absolutely. Don't, this be, don't be the guy on the other side of this call. Yeah, don't be the boy. That's why it's called boys. Oh. 
That's why it's called boys and not men. You know, mm. because, because if you if because if you, if, you, mm. if any man if any man can relate to that, then he's a boy because it takes it, it, it's only a boy that would put a woman in those in those scenarios or make those women feel like how they felt. Man, listen to this. Hey, y'all, do y'all hear Kojo? Y'all hear <laughs> Let me say so. He's about to have all of the, the universal women, American women, British women, all of them looking at, your, your DM's about to jump up. Yeah. <laughs> boys, that's what they are, boys. That's, I, I see it. I see it already. I see I, it already. I, I've been a boy too. I've been a boy in various scenarios too, you know? Okay. And I think, I think, I think we, we go through life and, and, and it's about graduation, you know? Graduation into a man, you know? Real talk, uh, and I agree with you one hundred percent, brother. Good stuff. We got another question. We got a question from Bailey Brown. Again, I don't know why they they're not coming up on our comment section, what they usually do, but we'll get their work done again. Like, okay. but we got Bailey. Bailey said, "What camera did you use?" Uh, that was a Canon Mark Four. Yeah, is it Canon Mark Four? Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of Mark IV. Um, that's what that's what we use. We hired we hired the camera. Um, the the um, DOP was a guy called Daryl Daniels, who was um, originally a photographer, mm -hmm. um, and that was his first film. Um, he also edited the process as well. So we sat down, we edited the the short film together. What I like about working with um, first time directors who I mean first time cameramen who are um, uh, uh, used to be photographers is their imagery is second to none. You know, sometimes there's a um, uh, just a, like somebody that's so interested in the story and film, you forget the imagery of what you of what the story is trying to portray. And I think um, a lot of photographers that move into film have that display in terms of the coloring and you know even down to the styling of the women. You know, mm -hmm. and they're, and they're also thinking about the grade and the edit while they're they're filming, which is such um, 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 a clever thing to do. So working with Daryl Daniels was was brilliant. And he's also got uh, a few, um, he's gone on to do a few of his own projects as well, which look amazing. So yeah, shout out to Daryl Daniels. Phenomenal working with him. Okay, good stuff. Because, you know, I got a question, man, and this is coming, and this is coming from the, uh, you know, the indie world on which, you know, we live in. So, um, and this is for the independent filmmakers out here. When you're in, um, Shooting in London, like I know in New York or in American cities, there's a lot of red tape, a lot of permits, a lot of, you gotta go to the film commission office, you gotta give them an arm and a leg and a life though and a kidney for you to, uh, to you know, to um, to shoot, so in some elements. How is it in London? How is it in London when it comes to getting permits? Did you, you got still permits? What, like tell me the process. We, we stole every shot in the movie. This, this, this. I love it. This film was sponsored by no permission. <laughs> um, we um, that area is very isolated, so it's not very uh, busy anyway. We shot in a like a two mile radius, so there wasn't like you know we didn't travel far or or have to move to a whole other area. We kept everything confined in the, in the same small area, uh -huh. um, and just and just you know picked a lot of quiet streets. Ultimately, because it's women on um, on the phone, they could be anywhere. There's no real there's no real um, importance of where they're talking, you know? Uh -huh. um, but, but we try to, you know, especially on the train, as you just saw, you know, we just literally just turned the camera on, told the girl, when the train pull up, jump on and jump off. Oh, I love it. Literally. My, my people, my people, <laughs> let me tell y'all something about this if you ain't about this life. If you ain't about what he just described, you need to just do something different. Because we, if, if you, if we got to get it done. This is another thing that impressed me about Kojo. Um, and I'm giving you a couple more minutes uh, for, for questions and people to feel questions. Because we have <laughs> shout out to Brooklyn James. I see you in the building. We got Melina, Danielle, Orlando, uh, 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 Patricia, everybody. Hey man, um, when I was um, when I was over the last time I was there, I got to come by your offices and how you were putting things together in your network. I was so impressed. On what on, on the independent level of your of your of the machine that you got going on that you get your captain of that you kept on that that you drive and navigate and and again in business everything happens if you you know you know that you're going to have to deal with some hurdles you know you're going to have to deal with some challenges but the, the thing is don't stop don't ever stop 
And then when you know they're coming, you're prepared for them, and you ain't you don't get bogged down on like, oh my god, this is the worst thing in the world. How am I gonna recover from this? You just go, and it's like muscle memory. You, you just know, okay, it's the issue. I got a hurdle. Let's just get over. It. Like today, Link completely went crazy. But it, it, I I listened everything that I've done beforehand. Hey, just keep it moving. It's going it's going to be okay. And yeah. what I told you. Let me tell you how like-minded individuals work together, man. Listen, the link just went crazy. I'm going to have I'm going to get you like, hey man, no problem. Let's just get it. Let's get let's get a new one going as fast as it is. And let's just flush it out. It was no blow up, it was no explosion. We gotta give you solutions people. And you gotta be independent, independent filmmaker. Shout out. I met the um, what's the director's name that done um uh she done uh I think it's Central Park Boys. Ava, Ava DuVernay? Ava DuVernay. I met Ava DuVernay. I met Ava DuVernay, right? Mm -hmm. And in the UK. Um, and she she mentioned, again, when I was talking about the casting, she mentioned that you need people on set who are like, listen, I, well, yo, it's raining. I'm going to shoot in the rain. You need people that say, yo, do you, need me, do you need me to help you carry this camera? Do you need me to help you carry this mic? Like you need people on set who are willing to do more than what you're asking them to do because it's a family uh, uh, unit when you're on set. You know, if you've got actors who only want to act, then it then it becomes difficult. You know, you need everybody pulling in the same direction in order to create these stories and get these stories out there. So mm -hmm. when you're making a movie, it's great to cast talent. It's great to give, you know, a cameraman a job and a runner a job, but you need people who are willing to be more than what you're asking them to do. Yes. Yeah. True. We'll oh, we got, um, again, I don't know why it's coming up, but we got a, a uh, 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 Renee says, was thinking of Greenlee with the spook who sat by the door. Oh, okay. That's what you said. So you're talking, you're talking about the, the hustle and the independent hustle. Um, look at your cast. Man, your cast is real cool. Seem like some talented folks. Um, do you plan on working with them again, or have you worked with them since then? Because because of how you guys' relationship. Yeah, look, this was this was the first time I wrote, produced, and directed. This this was my first time doing it. So uh -huh. so so um so before then, I had a feature film that made it to Netflix, and a lot of the people here, um, I I had in I had in that feature film. So okay, so we had a rhythm of working together. I can trust them, they can trust me. And we all have a common goal, you know, which is to get our stories out there. You know, what you know, the money will come. I think yeah. when you put it when you put the time and discipline and hard work in there, the money will come, you know. And and uh, even myself is like, why chase a small check when I can work towards a big check, you know? And small checks are great, you know, they pay the bills, they get the help you here and there, but ultimately don't miss out on a road that has no budget that you know you would absolutely love. Because sometimes your dream roles are coming from um, um, no budget, uh -huh. you know, because because the, the scene may not believe in that, you know, that story yet. So it's important that you don't um, always attach opportunity with a check. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. De hey, that's, you, you, man, this indie health, people have to understand, it's a lot. It's a lot. And a lot of different ways things can pop off. But don't block your blessings by saying, I, I, I'm going to have I'm only going to go by this. I'm only going to go by this. I've had a, I had a pleasure being in like, I was in a, um, a, 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 a um, foreign film that was shot in America. So the film was shot in, um, um, the film was shot in New York, Brazil, UK, Austria, and Japan. So, I was I, the way I was looked on. I was I linked on to this. I auditioned, did everything, but then they hit, hit us with, "Hey, you know, the money kind of fell out, so we won't be able to pay you as much as we, you know, as, as much as we want to pay you, and what we promised you." But you know, we'll make something happen. And you know what I said? I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to invest in my career. I'm going to invest in and everything. And I took the, and I took the role and did it. And it was one of the best things I've ever done because, again, I I have a movie now. In Austria, Japan, like those are markets where at least I have a presence. It might be a small presence, but it's a presence and it's something to build on. Absolutely. And, and I'm able to, and that's, and that's going to allow me to again go back to that market when I have other projects and other things to make it happen. It's pretty, pretty dope. I, I always say to people, don't act Hollywood outside of Hollywood. <laughs> you know, say that, say that again. 
don't act Hollywood outside of Hollywood, right? So, so yeah. if you know you ain't no Hollywood set, this ain't no Hollywood budget, don't act Hollywood. This ain't the time for it. You know, like you when you get there, be all you can be. Mm -hmm. But until you get there, humble yourself. Let's get this, let's get this roll out, let's get this scene out. You need stuff for your show reel. Everybody needs something from the short, the short film industry. You know, we always want to refresh our work. You know, you can't get show real if, if you're not getting roles, you know? So 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 you need roles, you need roles. And it's like going to the gym. You don't get a good body just waking up and going to sleep. You have to go and work out, you know? So that's why I always say. You got to constantly work out. You got to constantly grind on what you got to do, man. You got to, it's, it's, it's entirely, especially now. Right now we got time to sit and build and do what we can, do what we want to do. Uh, make it. We got people. We got. We got. Uh, we got Mr. Seaton in the house. Shout out to Paul Seaton. He just jumped in. Uh, you. This is the time to hustle as much as you can. This is the time for you to build. It's time for you to grow. I know. I know a lot of people are saying it, but they're saying it for a reason. They're, they're saying it for you know to, to get people to jump out and do their thing. Because it's very, 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 very important. What 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 film? What you got up next uh, behind the camera, Kojo? Basically, I want to say I want to say that there's a male version of Boys on YouTube right now. So if you like Boys, if you go on YouTube right now and type in Girls Short Film, the flip side of this film there's a there's a male version where the guys are on the phone talking about what women are putting them through. Uh, we decided to shoot that 24 hours after we shot Boys, and Girls wasn't even written yet. So I wrote, I wrote it in 24 hours, and then we shot it like in 48 hours. We shot it the next day. So go and check that out. It gives you a um, the same rhythm, but you hear what the guys are going through with women. Um, and yeah, I thought I, I, I thought I'd do both. Um, in terms of film, I have a few uh, projects coming up. Um, I got Grimy Grimy Tales, which is basically just some social commentary um, about things that young black men are going through and. You know, um, just loads of like quick, short, short, short movies. Really, um, it's going to be a series of them. So yeah, so I just, I just love writing. You know, and outside of comedy and stuff, I just love writing things that I've experienced, things that young people are experiencing, and getting those stories out. You know, writing is our voice, and we can't be silent. We shouldn't be silent. So we got to keep writing. You gotta keep writing. Got it. Speaking of the writing, hold on. Before I went to shout outs, we got oh, we got my uncles. Uh, Gerald, Dinky Jones, and Tommy Jones in the house. Hey, Unks, thanks for jumping in. Um, oh, and we have Torian. Torian jumped in. He said, hey, he's speaking the truth. That's deep. Torian said, you are speaking the truth. That is deep. Actually, and Torian is, Torian is studying over at Identity right now in, in the U.S. So his brother's getting in. He's, he's sharpening up the shop. Speaking of Torian, Torian was in a movie that I directed in Wayne Park. Uh, called seconds. He was one. He was the lead of that joint. Um, check it out. We're gonna we're gonna screen seconds soon, Torian. So make sure you uh make sure you uh you know stay stay around. We'll talk about it for the next one of the future episodes. Now speaking about the writing, um, did you hear in a conversation that made you write this and about old girl Beyonce coming home and? Seeing that situation. Okay, so what did you draw from for that? Okay, so that happened. That happened. It was a two-day shoot. It was a two-day shoot. We shot it in two days. And then on the first day, when we were talking about what we wanted to do, um Daryl actually um gave me a good idea. He was like, yo, you know, the ending's cool, but everyone can see it coming. If it's a girl, if it's another woman. In the room, everybody's gonna see it coming. It's not gonna be the, the the give you the impact that you want. So he was like, "Why not make it two guys?" And I was like, "Who the hell am I gonna get at this short notice to, to do that scene?" You know. But again, when you when you've um, got a good reputation and you build relationships, people will come out for you. You know what I mean? It's all about the story. And I think um, shout out to uh, Alex and uh, what's the other guy's name? I forgot the other guy's name. But I'll back his name, but they both was like, Yeah, we'll do it, we'll do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I think it gives it a phenomenal ending because the mm -hmm. journey, the journey is beautiful, but then you need that ending, and I wanting an ending that makes people say, I want to see more, you know. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so that I mean, when you look at the YouTube comments, 
everything's about the end. Oh my God, oh my God, I didn't see that coming, no way. Uh. And that is what film does. The film's supposed to make you go, wow, I didn't see that coming. It's very, it's very hard to find uh, original endings, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so, so we managed to pull that off. So, yeah, man. That, that so, happened. Wait, wait. So, 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 day of, like, I know it. I, 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 first off, I know you. First off, I know, <laughs> I know you. You get serious real quick, but inside, you're coming. It's, it's, it's in your heart. But I know you were, you know, you were getting the things together when, you, when everybody was getting in the bed. How much laughter was? It? How much laughter <laughs> in the room when they're like, "All right, man, it's time to y'all get in the bed." Uh, the lights are set up, cameras positioned. How 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 hard did you know what? Do you know what? It wasn't like I've had I've been on sets where we've done like bedroom scenes and it's been funny there, but this one was pretty straightforward because again it was quick. It wasn't they, it wasn't much for them to do. It wasn't like crazy lines back and forth. Yeah, it was just reaction and imagery. So it wasn't really much. And then if the environment's already uncomfortable, I don't have too many people in the room. Yeah. Okay. You know, so I, I just keep it with the actors and. And uh, the camera guy, really, and the lighting. Okay. Um, and then, and then, yeah, and then, yeah, other, so other than that. Clear to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because sometimes, you know, I, with me, I like to have fun after work. During oh. work, it's important that we, you know, we're efficient and we, we get things done. And I've been on sets that have taken way longer, you know, than they needed to. So I like, yeah. I like to kind of move quickly. Respectful people's time. I definitely appreciate that. Exactly, exactly. We're going we're gonna, to, we're going to, got a couple more questions. We're going to, we're going to wrap this up soon. We got a uh, uh, shout out to Holly Harper. Thanks for checking in, Holly. Appreciate you. Hello, Holly. Um, 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 uh, one other thing, you kind of touched on something that I was in. You touched on abortion and responsibility in manhood. Can you? I know you said you want you don't you, the way you position it for you know to let guys know you don't want to be a guy on the, the guy on the other end of this call. But what it, when you were when you when you were thinking about the things and stuff that you want to touch on while writing it, why did you choose to touch on like abortion and issues you know and these elements like that? Because as men, we 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 um we our action, you know that that's one thing that a man can have an um, an action on. And and not take responsibility for. Right? He has sex yeah. with a woman unprotected. They're both responsible, but so is the guy. And his his out is, you know, go and get rid of it. You know, I, I've paid you, so that's my contribution. So just go and go and do that. Now, the reason why it was three times and not just one, the original story on the phone was a girl who had done it once. And she was distraught that she had to do it once. I wanted to put it as three times, even though people might think that's ridiculous. But three times makes you think. Yeah. One one time would be like, oh yeah, well I'm sure the first person to have an abortion, you know. So I had to I had to make it a bit more dramatic, and make you go three, and then and then when you think three, you you already know one's bad enough. But had I had I made it just one in the in the phone call, it wouldn't have given you the impact that i wanted it to have because we all know we, we know somebody that's had an abortion before i'm sure so mm -hmm. so for me, and, and i didn't want to normalize abortions by being happy that somebody had one you know yeah so, so so for me um it was something that women are going through you know women are going through it sometimes without even telling the man yeah yeah you know just, just getting it done because they they're afraid they don't want to they don't think the man will be happy or whatever so instead of having a full-blown conversation Loads of women are just doing things by themselves now. So wow. it was it was important to kind of touch on that as a conversation and just you know and allow people to express themselves in the real world. My good people, I want y'all to notice what we what y'all what y'all looking at. We looking at you looking at you paying attention to black excellence over here. <laughs> <laughs> this brother is addressing things that we need to talk about. He is making us think, he's being provocative, he's he's been engaging, and also he's been and also he's funny. You know, he's he makes us laugh. He, 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 and when I say the uh, embodiment of an, of an entertainer, and that's this brother right here, Kojo, man. We we appreciate you all. And uh, I was, it was one thing. Let's see. All right, here, there we go. Check my, check my notes. Um, tell me a little bit. I know you're going to wrap this up. So what's happening over in, in, in London, man? How is it with everything that we're experiencing, you know, right now? What is, we know we got the, the American vibe is pretty sad, but what, what is it? You know what is it happening in London? In it's, it's it's very 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 bad. Like I had to 
take over a, a whole convention center and turn it into a hospital. Mm. So this 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 um, exhibition center holds about it can hold about maybe like twenty thousand people, mm. and and they've taken it over. It's called Nightingale, which is basically that's the name of the hospital that they've given it, mm. and it's basically everybody in there's got coronavirus, and and they've got bodies in there. They've got people that passed away. This is five minutes from my house. And this is the severity of what's going on over here. We are in complete lockdown. Um, we are allowed to go out and exercise and get groceries, etc., for necessities. But other than that, I've been in my house for the last two and a half weeks. You know, and, and I, I, again, I was just on tour all over the country. And then now I'm just confined to, you know, my, 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 my home. So... Yeah. Taking every day as it comes. I'm not trying to plan ahead or, you know, just take each day as it comes, I think, and just kind of lift your spirits up. Um, whatever's happening right now across the world, it, it's a global issue, um, not just here. And um, and I think I think it's really making us appreciate um, a lot of things that we took for granted, family, um, time, sleep. I've had more, my body's had more rest than it's ever had. And I feel great, you know, I feel really, really good. I feel like, I get up in the morning. I'm not. I don't have to be somewhere on time or anything like that. And I think there's blessings in in what's going on at the moment, even though it's a bad time. But we've got to find the blessings in it and use it to stay positive. And 100. That's perfect segue, brother. We got to find the blessings in it and find a way to make this positive. And that's what we feel like we we're working towards right now in the short break. We're trying to find the blessings and in, 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 in introducing different film, introducing different talents, introducing different, uh, different perspectives to the world. That's what we're working on. And that's what we're doing. And we want to thank you for lending us your talent with your film voice, which is great. And again, let everybody know where they can find you, where they can find boys, where they can find anything that you got going on. Uh, so everything online is Kojo Anim Live. So that's A N for November, I M for Mike Live. Kojo Anim Live on everything. Um, and yeah, man, check out my YouTube page. Uh, but yeah, check out Girls. If you like boys, I want you to check out Girls short film. It's on YouTube now. Um, and let me know what you think. Leave it. Leave, make sure you leave a comment on there as well. And yeah, man. Um, a lot of people abroad have loved boys and girls. And, you know, I just want to continue to create some great memories on stage and in film as well. Oh, man. Hey, uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for joining us, my brother. Thank you for being a part of a short break. Thank you for everybody that tuned in. Our people from London, our people from New York, our people from the, from the States, people around the world. We appreciate you. Everyone be safe. Everybody uh, and, and enjoy themselves. This is our this is our uh, British edition. My cam with well, my Camden shirt, my bricks and backdrop. We had to get and, and we had to check in with one of, one of, our, one of our London generals, Kojo. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you. God bless you guys. God bless you as well, man. Thank you. Please. Take care, bro. Peace. My good people, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining me. Thank you for everyone signing in to a short break. We have another one coming up pretty soon.